Juggling Podcast number 36, 531 Festival and Hamburg Convention Reviews. Hello and welcome to Juggling Podcast number... 36. Uh, my name is Luke Burridge and next to me is... Paula Brentle. Wow, we got we got to come up with a better introduction than that. We do the same thing every week. Yeah, but at least the people know what they get. Oh yeah, I guess so. So, um, wow, is it recording? Oh no, it's my headphones, the headphone socket that I'm using. So I'm just, uh, just using different headphones than normal. Um, so yeah, here we go. This podcast He's is going to be about... alien. It's going to be about... Yeah, because it's a headphones with a, with a microphone attached to them, but I'm not using the microphone attached to the headphones, I'm using a different one. It's a little so, antenna. So I put the microphone standing straight up in the air. Uh, so let me just just this. Is that your alien impression, Paula? Yeah, that's my my signals are coming into your thingy. Okay, so let's get on with this. Um, t- yeah, today we're gonna stick. do we're gonna talk about two conventions because Paula went to one convention and I went to another convention. Paula went to Hamburg and I went to the. My one was one. better. Uh, I think my one was actually better. No. To be honest, the, my festival that I went to was probably one of the favourite festivals I've ever been to, especially cool. just a short festival. Well, I had the same experience. Oh, well, there you go. And it's been it's been really good fun, actually, because we w- both went to a convention at the weekend. We both went to different ones. So we've really enjoyed telling each other about each other's festival because normally we see the same things and we and we have a, the same opinions on shows. But this time we've... Uh, of course, we can't have the same opinions on shows because uh, it's all different. So, uh, but we both got what we wanted and what we planned to. Oh yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, so first up, just a little bit of news. We've both had a really, really bad night's sleep last night. Polar got to sleep when was it? Seven o'clock in the morning or something? Yes, why seven w- o'clock. Why was that then? Uh, I don't know. Oh. To be honest, I was my my head was so creative all night long <laughs> that I couldn't sleep, but it didn't make me feel better. Uh, and the reason why I was doing it, actually, I've had some really bad night sleeps on, on Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday. Actually, no, Sunday night wasn't so bad. And then Monday night as well. It's been terrible because, you know, I fell through the ceiling and I hurt myself. Um, <laughs> generally laying in bed at home, we've got this this new mattress and it's quite thick and it's quite really comfortable. And it doesn't matter that my, my, all of my side of my arm and all the way to my hip down my leg is aching. Um, it hasn't really affected me. But then when I was at the 531 Festival, the uh, mattresses that we got were these little thin mats. And I had a thermarest as well. But even then, it was too hard and it was too... It was just not nice enough for me to do it, and I, I kept on. I, I had some really, really bad night's sleep at um, at the at the festival, and then on Sunday night when I stayed at someone's house, I was on a bed, so that wasn't too bad. But I still, I woke up and was awake for about two hours. In the, and in what the about of the this night? night? That's oh, it's pretty much one of the worst night's sleep because I've I ever had. All night no, long. because I was moving all night long. I couldn't oh, get you comfortable. Did as well. oh, yeah, it was terrible. Maybe that's what was keeping you up as well. But um, <laughs> anyway, so. If we're feeling a bit croaky, I'm glad um, we are back together. Again. Yeah, yeah. If we're feeling a bit, sounding a bit Wild croaky. tonight's sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, that's the reason. So let's let's do it. Pearl, tell us a little bit about Hamburg Convention. You you went over there on Thursday. Just say tell a little bit what happened there and some of the highlights. I I took along my my big blanket. Yeah. My my leopard. Because you've been ill this past week. Yeah, because you? I've been ill for the whole week, mm. um, and I decided to just rest a bit more on Thursday which I did in a way and I think I even juggled but I think that was on Friday yeah on Friday I even juggled wow. twice wow yeah really nice yeah yeah and then Friday night I met a friend at 
in Hamburg itself in yeah, the city. Yeah, so you took a, a break from the festival on Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, but I came back at about twelve o'clock, mm. so I didn't miss anything. No, just the swimming, which wouldn't have been good for me anyway. No, we you just spread your um, disease around the festival if you'd have gone in the pool with everyone. <laughs> no, I would have got more ill. Oh, okay. <laughs> I spread it anyway. Yeah, of I course. Guess. And then we using juggling clubs as vectors, you know, you sort of put one in a, like that, and sneeze on it, and then throw it to someone just else. Just hugging and they everyone, sort of sharing my blanket <laughs> with everyone because it was cold and stuff. And then, yeah, a bit, bit of drinking, I think, bit of chatting. And then Saturday was the gala show. Yeah, which was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, a lot of variety, and a lot of unexpected. Acts that I haven't seen. And, and you said before that you you don't normally often. go to a you don't normally go to a festival expecting anything great from a public show because it's just a like a weekend festival. And you yeah, never it's really just another um, festival. But, but show. you were pleasantly surprised this time. Yeah, really. Different things. For example, Matthias. I don't know. Do you know his second name? I don't know Something Matthias. Something with I don't know Matthias's second name. Okay, Matthias with it normally doing three clubs and yeah. tiger stuff. Yeah, tiger stuff. He, he has got yes, that towel around, I and know. for me that is. And he pulls his shirt up and goes yeah. to the audience. So he's the tiger. Okay. Yeah. Um, he had a new act, and I don't want to talk about. It. I don't want to tell anyone about it because it would just. It's so good, is it? No, it would destroy it for the people because you sh- you should see it yourself. Okay. That's the reason why I didn't tell Luke about it. I know. There's so I, many I still don't know clever about it. small things. Yeah. Right. Cool. Um, then Pro Drop from Berlin. Yeah. With Flo, Doreen and Jörg. Yeah. They performed better than I have ever seen them. Before. Yeah, we we talked to them. About, we talked about them in last week's podcast, weren't they? Because they did, did the we? yeah they did the um, catacomb at open stage. Yeah. So uh, they were good. The the catwalk model kind of yeah, show. Yeah, because they don't take themselves too serious anymore, and that's mm. that's a good thing for their act. Because otherwise, the people don't like them because they think they are arrogant or they yeah. actually think they are that cool mm-hmm. but they do but <laughs> <laughs> they um, do think they're fantastic yeah just a lot of nice different acts and the host of the show was someone that we actually oh, yeah. met last the, weekend the host it? of the show was a guy who performed with us last week at the Tivoli Schmidt Theater yep. in Hamburg and I think it was his his first time um, hosting a show. Yeah. He had his own show before, but that was mainly with friends, and his, it was and his he, own show. And so he it's plays different. the piano, doesn't he? Just com- comedy songs with the piano, yeah. Yeah, and he did it, I think, between every single act. Yeah. And normally I hate when hosts do that. Yeah. When they put a piece of their own between every act to yeah. get uh, their own show. But it was actually really funny and really enjoyable. Cool. And the audience, I think most of them loved him. Mainly the girls. I don't know why, because he is so not like the. I know the he's like a bit of a like a piano geek, isn't he? I don't you know. know, but they loved him. Everyone yeah. loved him. So a good festival overall. Yes, fantastic. Highlights. Go for it. Uh, no, I didn't finish yet. Oh, sorry. Because then there was the party. Ah, okay. This is the highlight. I see. Uh, yeah, and we started <laughs> drinking a lot. Yeah. So everything I planned actually came through yeah <laughs> i wanted to have a big party i wanted to get completely pissed and i did and then we had that sparkling white wine shower afterwards no in a between shower. the party yeah we went to the shower and got even more pissed in the shower <laughs> yeah that's that's interesting only in germany i guess that could go anyway 
uh, yeah, it was really interesting and funny and whatever. Right. And I think it didn't help me getting healthy again. No, I bet not. <laughs> and yeah, then we went on partying. I knew we should do this as a video podcast. You could have taken the video. No, carry on. Uh, yeah, that's my festival. Okay, so that's pretty Games cool. Games were crap. Um, so my festival... <laughs> Yeah, okay, we don't need to talk about the games. <laughs> oh, just a little bit about this. We we uh, we don't need to go into any details, oh, but you talked to the... Yeah, EJ- I just wanted to say that. What's that? Yeah, that I talked to the organisers of the EJC. Next year. Next year's next EJC. Next year in Karlsruhe. And it seems that Paul and I might be slightly more involved than we originally thought, but... Uh, Not that we than we planned, no, just no, than we thought. Yeah, we thought we'd, we'd offered uh, to help out, so it seems that we're going to be helping out with uh, some of the organisations, specifically uh, the games, which yeah, is really Yeah, and the good. cool thing is they came to me. Yeah. Not I went to them. Yeah. yeah. So that they asked us to do the games. Yep. And a really cool thing for me, they asked me to if I want to host the fight night again. But you're not going to? No, because Bob will be there. And I think Bob, Bob from Canada, is yeah. the fight night master. Yep. And I don't want to take it off him because he's doing, I don't want to say a better job, but he is doing the job that everyone expects. Yeah. Because he's always done it. Yeah, but, you know, when we host the games, we can... Uh, well, I was actually thinking maybe you can host the games and I'll just do some some demonstration. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll work it out anyway. Um, yes, so uh, so let's move on to, to my weekend, the 531 Festival of New Juggling. I thought it was the Festival of New and Experimental Juggling, but check this out. <laughs> where's this? Uh, oh, where's the um, I had the program for it here? And it is useless. Oh, there it is. So... Uh, like always. I've got it. It's down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So here much. we go. And now it's not called the New and Experimental Juggling. It's just the 531 Festival of New Juggling in Helsinki. So, um, Did they go. get too much French people? Uh, there were quite a few French people, and we'll get on to this. But first of all, I just want to say that I, I did record some stuff with the mini disc player up until Friday evening. And then Saturday morning, the MP3, not the MP3, the mini disc recorder broke, and it wasn't recording the recording anymore. So it was recording stuff, and then the little table of contents, it's technical stuff, just wasn't working. So that's it, really. So I only got the report from Friday evening. So here we go, about 10 minutes long. Um, me talking about the festival, and it's setting up the first few shows, and um, talking to Wes Peden about um, his f- one of his favourite jugglers who was there at the festival called Victor Yilomberi. That's his name. Are Something you sure like that. about that? No, I'm not. But check out, <laughs> check this out, Paul. Let's go back one. Let's go back. One. You don't need to show it. To no, me no, 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 no. That well, won't help check me. It. How do you pronounce that name? Go for it. That is Gillenberg. It's not Gillenberg. <laughs> Apparently, it's Yilomberi in the same way that um, in the like, same way that Eric Arberg is Eric Aubrey. And stuff like that. So anyway, here we go. I'll just play this in now. So this is where Polish shuts up. And um, don't say shut up. To no, me. no. It's just that you. Oh, I'm just trying to trying to get this bit so I can just play it yeah. in. If you wouldn't have said anything, it would have been fine. But don't say I should shut okay, up. Okay, here I go, fading Polar out and just playing it. Go. <laughs> Okay, so here I am at the 531 Festival of New Experimental Juggling. I arrived uh, a while ago. I caught the plane over, then the bus to from the airport over to the train station. Then I got picked up by the 531 bus, which is the one that was sent into the city centre to pick everyone up from the city centre and take them to the venue, which is a school. Uh, Maxim just gave an introduction to the start of the uh, festival, and he said that a while ago they were in this big school, and then it was converted into a, a Muslim school, so they couldn't use it anymore. Then he says, by uh, uh, a gift from Allah, they got a, a use of another school in Helsinki, which is apparently quite difficult. Now, this is the 10th the 531 festival, 
but not the tenth year running because at the very beginning they decided to one festival every eight months. So within three year, two years, they'd done three festivals at the beginning. So it's only been running eight years or so, but it's festival number ten, and it's starting off quite well. Um, so yeah, I, I pretty much arrived and had a look round. And went into went into to to a shop to get some food. So I ate food, and then I went into the gym, which is sort of just one one uh, quite large. Well, it's not that big. It's sort of like a school assembly hall gym kind of place, and that's where all the workshops are happening and some of the shows um, on the Friday and the Sunday. Uh, Saturday, I think we go over to a different venue, and it was great just walking around, and saying hello to lots of people. I was going to do a podcast update. That would have been the first introduction to this convention, but uh, there were so many people to say hello. To. Um, so just just as a, um, a quick idea of, of the kind of level of, of jugglers are here, of course, Maxim Camaro, Ville Vallo, uh, I can see Emiliano Sanchez, Victor Geilenborg, Wes Peden, who else is over there? Christian Van Vick, Eric Arborg, Peter Arborg, uh, uh, Aubrey, sorry, as well. Uh, and L- Elias, and lots, just lots and lots and lots more as, as well. These people, Frida, I can see here there, Morgan, Koska. So yeah, just just loads of really great jugglers. Uh, it's it really is a festival. Like uh, I've said this before about other festivals of all my favourite jugglers getting together. Uh, but this no, this really is like all my favourite jugglers getting together. All the new and experimental jugglers for that is the theme of the uh, festival, and it's almost like a um, a nine to one Nordic objects reunion. So yeah, really, really good stuff. A, a big lineup. So I've just seen the first show, and the second show is starting around about two minutes. So I'll just wrap up the first one. It was a Vilo Valo um, work in progress, and of course he's using heads of dolls in his uh, in his show, but also he used a paper roll, like a kitchen roll, uh, as you'd have in your kitchen, and he put the doll's head on there and danced with it, and it was very good. And also he worked quite a lot with projection. So there was um, throughout the piece there was brief moments of projection of scenes of people cutting down massive trees in a forest and turning them into, I thought they were turning them into paper because paper was a big theme of it because he used this paper roll and projected words onto the paper roll and did lots of other stuff with manipulation. He also did um, a fantastic piece with with a ruler, one of those bendy rulers. Now I've seen bendy ruler manipulation done a few times before, but normally as a comedy piece. Uh, but here was Ville Valo doing it not as a comedy piece, but as a straight piece of manipulation, which was fantastic because well, it was just really good. I mean, loads of really good shapes. Of course, it's quite easy to make shapes with it, but he did it really well. Uh, the best part was when I noticed that I hadn't actually seen Ville Valo doing anything at all. All I saw was the object. And I think it's probably the first time I've ever been watching any juggling or any manipulation where I forgot that there was a juggler doing the manipulation there. I forgot there wasn't even an artist on stage. All I saw was the prop being used. I mean, maybe, of course, glow balls, but then that's uh, different because you can't see the person there. Uh, But here was a time when I truly forgot that there was even anyone on stage except the object he was... uh, manipulating and um, he did some more stuff with the doll's head and more bits of paper rolling around and uh, I won't spoil the end if you ever get to see it but in the end they're not making paper out of the trees they're actually making something slightly more sinister it was a very very artistic piece very very experimental said hardly a single piece of throwing and catching in the whole of it. It's all manipulation. And I think it really is sort of like a big, hard start, sort of like a, a big, like throwing people in at the deep end kind of entry into the festival. Because if you don't get that show and if you don't enjoy that show, well, you might as well not bother sticking around. Um, although there's quite a lot of people here. I reckon there's probably around about 100 people here this evening. Lots of uh, jugglers I know, lots of jugglers I don't know. I guess quite a lot of Finnish jugglers as well. 
Anyway, so there's a, a, a quick five-minute introduction to the uh, beginning of the festival. More updates coming up uh, later as well, and as I go out throughout the week. I'm here to do a workshop, which of course I'll tell you about in tomorrow's update, or one of tomorrow's updates. And also I'll see if I can catch up with lots of the jugglers here as well, and get interviews for later podcasts. So, um, more updates in a second. Right then, we've just seen another two shows. Uh, can you remember the name of the first show that we saw before Victor? Can you remember his name? Ville Volo? No, 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 the one b after Ville, but before Victor. Oh, uh, no, I can't remember. I can't remember his name. Wait a second, let me just check in here. I thought, do I have the program here? Oh, yes, I do have the program. This is good. This is, this is real, um, real good stuff. The, the name is, oh, Circus Ruska, Petteri Jakobsen, and Anti Hainan. I've just slaughtered their, those names. Um, so, oh, yeah, next to me is, is Wes Peden. Hey. And uh, anyway, so that was, a, that was an all right show. And I'll just read out some of the notes I, I had on that show. So he juggled tubes, which was interesting. And there was a saxophone doing that sort of looping music where he played a bit into a looping thing and then it played back. And the music I thought for that show was fantastic. It was really nice, that saxophone music. The juggling with rings was, um, I, I don't think, that new and that experimental. Maybe it was for him, but it was stuff that um, Jay Gilligan and myself as well were doing um, about five or six years ago. So the music was good. Anyway, next up was um, Victor, can you pronounce his name properly? Eulenberry. Say again? Eulenberry. Eulenberry. It's the Berg, which I always say is Berg is actually Berry. It's like our Berg, it's Oberi, so. Oberi. Yeah, yeah so uh, I, I made that mistake. So just tell me a little bit about Victor's show then and why you liked it. Uh, I guess you liked it. Yeah, yeah, it was the it was awesome. Um, he started with a ball routine, which focused a lot on things on his back and on his neck, and uh, like there was very very few things I'd ever seen before in that routine. It's simply beautiful, beautiful routine. He had a little difficulty with the seven at the end, but he is such a good performer. He knows how to handle drops like like a true professional he's really great like you don't feel any pain when he drops that like you do with a lot of other performers it's just part of the act you're still with him you he hasn't lost you at all and he just keeps going he's it's almost because he's so humble it's like when he drops it's just like it's not like oops he just looks and you go oh man just give it another go you're just actually right there on stage with him and you're thinking no man just 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 pick it up it's, it'll all be alright it's a really weird feeling when he dropped that seven ball wasn't it yeah yeah for sure but uh, yeah he did so good with those drops like it's weird you're like those were awesome drops but yeah yeah and the ring and the ring routine as well he did three rings again with lots of stuff on his back rolling the rings first across the shoulders across the back over the top of his head and also he did this weird thing where he threw it up his back turned 108 degrees rolled it over the opposite shoulder and caught it in his hand uh, maybe i didn't describe that very well but an interesting trick then and then uh, clubs at the end oh oh no Wes is motioning for the uh, microphone just one more thing about the ring routine you notice that was dropless and he wrote that routine like four days ago. He was like, well, I got these tricks and these tricks, and I like this music, and uh, here, Wes, check out this. And he just like did this perfect routine. I'm like, uh, I'm, I need to go, go, um, go shoot myself now, because that was amazing. So yeah, that's how good he is, that he can write a piece that quickly and then perform it dropless with all those amazing tricks. Yeah, it was great. And then, uh, and then the clubs, he did. First, of course, one club, and then three, four, 
clubs and then he did six clubs then went back to five clubs which is his real strength and then finished on seven clubs and while he took like five or six attempts was it to get the seven balls um it, it took him one attempt to get the seven clubs for the final trick and it was so smooth just seven clubs bang straight there uh, a flash of seven clubs seven catches uh, like almost a perfect end to the routine uh, you want to say something about his club juggling that is the best club routine I have seen in my whole entire like history of watching club routines, which I do all the time because I love clubs. And it's just the way he combines dance, acrobatics, manipulation, hardcore juggling, and just his confidence, the way he moves around, it's, it's mind-boggling. And his hair. Yeah, and his hair is, oh, he's so sexy. Yeah, about the acrobatics as well. I was just saying this to Wes that the I, the one thing I really dislike in most juggling routines with acrobatics is that the acrobatics is sort of like I call gratuitous acrobatics. In other words, they put down the props, then they do some acrobatics, and then pick them up. Like your example was, um, uh, who was it? I could, oh yeah, Tony Freeburg, who who puts down his diabolos, then gets up and he does his backflips and then he goes and picks up an extra Diablo this time. Uh, but Victor, he did quite a lot of acrobatics that fit so well in with the juggling. Sometimes he'd only have one club in his hand or maybe two clubs in hand or it'd be a creative way of picking up um, or a link between two tricks. But it, it wasn't just like, oh look, I can also do acrobatics. It was it really added to the routine as well. So overall, Victor Gillenberry is that right? Yeah, Gillen really close enough. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. It's the first time I've ever ever seen him perform live. Uh, you've seen him perform before with the uh, what's it called? The the Tidy Brothers. What's it? The Smooth Brothers. What's it? It's Look Sharp with he and uh, the Tidy Brothers. Look Sharp. Almost the same thing there. Yeah, it, that's uh, him and Peter Oberi. Yeah, uh, the, yeah, they've performed at Rochester before, and their team show is just as good. It's amazing. Well, that's great. And uh, so, first time I've seen him perform live, really, really impressed. And, um, of course, Wes has seen him perform live. And you said before, he is in your top ten favorite jugglers, you think? For sure. Yeah, he's amazing. So, uh, maybe that's coming up uh, in the coming week. So, think about your your top ten favorite jugglers for, for a future podcast uh, reason. So... Uh, so that's it for this evening. Those are the three shows that we've seen. Victor certainly kicking things off. It was just amazing, technical, original. It really was new and experimental. Oh, it's actually, no, they've dropped the experimental from the title now, isn't it? It's just the festival of new juggling. They no longer have experimental. Well, they do. It is experimental as well, but it's mainly about new juggling. So uh, now it's just open juggling. So I'm going to pretty much not do very much except sit around and watch some of my, uh, some of my top ten favorite jugglers. Uh, like Wes, of course, um, perform. Anyway, Wes is uh, blushing. So uh, thank you very much for the, helping me with the update. How are you, by the way, how are you enjoying Scandinavia? Oh, it's it's awesome. It's uh, cooler than America. I mean, no, I mean America's cool, but this is awesome. Yeah, I'm learning a lot at school too. It's really fun. And you've travelled from one capital city to the next. Uh, how did you get over here from uh, from Stockholm? You were just telling me about before. Yeah, uh, we took the ferry, which was 14 hours of. Uh, questionable material <laughs> so yeah uh, we'll maybe leave that till later but yeah it was cool you must give me some uh, when you get back there on the, see if you encounter any more was it Russian prostitutes on the way back again so uh, more updates later on in the podcast it's five to midnight and as I said I'm spending time watching good jugglers in the gym Marco's in front of me doing um, seven balls Maxim's talking to him there's lots of people doing all kinds of mad stuff but mainly um, I'm just recording this to tell you that Wes is now trying a five club, five up, double pirouette 
into flats and he almost got it before he caught them all into flats and then dropped some of them so here he goes double spin round into oh not quite into flats but there you went he tried it into just normal spins obviously he didn't have it quite correct there now this is the kind of convention that well, i don't normally take video cameras to conventions these days but this is the kind of convention where i just wish i'd have brought along a camera just to catch moments like this Maybe you get to just hear some clapping then. Yeah, very, very smooth double pirouette from five clubs from Wes. Um, don't see that every day. What's up? And Tama just wanted to show me Maxim doing five club back crosses, one up high behind the back. Five five, sorry, five ball back crosses, one up high behind the back. Hold his T-shirt out, bounce a ball off of his T-shirt, and I think go back into five ball back crosses. I think that's the idea. So back crosses, one up high, grabs his T-shirt, bounce off his T-shirt. Oh, multiplex back into back, oh, almost. Very impressive. This is, as I said, the festival of new and experimental juggling. T-shirt bouncing is the way forward. A trick that I think every new juggler makes up, didn't they? Did you ever make that trick up? Hmm? Did you ever make up the trick bouncing a ball off your T-shirt? Uh, no, not really. I actually saw it like last summer, Maxim did that trick and hit it much better than now. I think he's drunk. <laughs> I think they're drunk as well. Anyway, back to drinking. Woo! So that was the report from Friday night and I was planning to do more of that and get lots of um, interviews with all the jugglers there are so many fantastic jugglers there as I've said and more than I actually mentioned in that piece and I want to get lots of interviews that would have lasted us till Christmas or something um, at the, on the podcast here. That would have been easy. But then the mini disc recorder broke and so no updates from Saturday and Sunday which is a real pity I did try to record some updates on a little mp3 player the dictaphone function on that but uh, nothing nothing was going with well with that so uh, the, the quality was really bad so let's do this stuff Saturday there was a workshop first up with um, um, Samuel Manisto who did a, a graphic juggling notation which is a, an interesting idea of using the five lines of the stave of music and then r putting down dots like so it's like musical notation and the reason he did this was because in in Finland loads of people learn how to do musical instruments like everyone knows music and he was trying to teach people how to juggle and tell them how to do a sight swap and tell them how to do tricks and when he was trying to explain it to them or trying to write it down in Finnish it wasn't working very well so then he made up a little notation system of how to do like a like a 531 is looks like this and a back cross looks like that on the stave and it's actually quite in intuitive and he gave it to kids and they were just doing these juggling patterns straight away because they can already sight read music and now they're sight reading uh, juggling patterns which was uh, an interesting little thing so uh, he went into quite a lot of depth on that the thing is because it's all graphic nobody can ever um, share it with anybody else because you can't really write it or speak it you understand that because it's all all yeah, little sure. pictures and, and notes so uh, so my workshop straight away afterwards on beat map notation is was the exact opposite and i went into very into a lot of depth about um, beat map which is completely text-based so the idea is that you can write it down very easily and you can share it by by emails and stuff so uh, the beat map notation which I, I actually recorded that interview that was the last thing that worked when i went on my mini display so uh, about an hour and 10 minutes, an hour and 20 minutes worth of workshop that I recorded, so maybe I'm going to edit that down a bit in the future and put it out as not as a normal podcast, but sort of like as an extra thing, because people are wanting me to uh, talk about Beatmap a bit, so I might use that recording as a as a basis of a like a uh, an extra um, side podcast about that. I'm not sure. So then it was we all got on a bus and went off to a place called the S. 
TOA where there was uh, some performances, but hanging out before the performance was one of the highlights of my convention because it was lots, lots of people juggling, mainly Wes. We were watching Wes run through a routine um, that he performed later on that evening, but it was a really good time. Next show was, let me see it, by Agit Cirque, and I've got some uh, some notes here. Oh yeah, because Agit Cirque was the um, uh, Sakari Manisto. You remember the Juggle Doll video that we watched, the DVD? Yeah, of course. It was him. And you remember how we put on the um, the uh, the extras, and there was a sh- one of his shows, and we didn't get through one of his shows because it was not interesting enough. No, I can't remember. Anyway, it, I it, just remember that we um, that we recorded a podcast while, while watch, watching. Yeah, yeah, and it was really good, really great. Oh, juggler. by the way, we what? got the feedback that we should watch TV again while recording the podcast. We don't have a TV here. I know. We'll put some DVDs on or something. But they again. shit themselves laughing <laughs> about that. Lots of people talked to you about the podcast, did they? At the, yeah. the, at the festival, yeah, there was quite we a few. We are even asked to to do some kind of podcast show, whatever, at the EJC next year. That's what we wanted to do this year at the EJC, but I know, but next year they actually help us with it okay. and want us to do it. Well, that's good. It was quite <laughs> cool at the uh, Five Three One Festival as well. When I first got there, the first person I met was uh, a guy called Marco, and he recognised me by my voice. And he's the guy who sent us the um, uh, the um, pictures one second did i get some here is it uh here check this out he, he, no look at this look at this he gave us printouts oh, of he his gave us printouts. Out of the uh, do not put the diabolo between your crotch real men don't use violence the juggling observation center yeah it's, that's it's quite happening cool. here now so he actually gave me some of his uh his cool stuff so it and it was also good to hear so many people talking uh, about the podcast as well so that was good anyway Sakara's show was good. The juggling was fantastic. The thing is, his musician was on stage with him as well, um, who was a squeeze box, like an accordion player. And I, like, accordion playing really, really annoys me for various reasons. I mean, it can be nice, but I've seen so many circus and and juggling acts and, and, uh, like, dance acts using it too much, and it's just boring for me. Of course, you can say, oh, too many rock musicians use guitars but it's it's a bit strange so he did this again this looping thing that I was t- actually talked about on that report that I did from Friday night play a bit of music in loop it play a bit another bit of music over the top loop it and I've s- also seen that in about a thousand um, juggling shows before so uh, putting those two things together the the live music and this sort of pre-recorded looping music kind of thing it just really annoyed me and I found it um, detracted from the show if Sakari had just got up there and done the juggling that he did with the lighting that he did, because the lighting was fantastic, and the staging that he did, it was all really great, I, I would have I would have been really happy, because the juggling, he's an amazing juggler, but I found that the music was too distracting, and I talked to some other people, some of the other artists there, and other jugglers there, and I said, what do you think of the show? And they said, oh, it's one of the best juggling shows ever. And I said about the music, and they said, well, loads of people just put on a CD, and you just listen to the CD while they juggle. And as I was watching other shows throughout the week, I found that sometimes putting on a CD and juggling to some nice music, or not just nice music, music that fits your juggling perfectly, is much less distracting. And I can sometimes get more out of a situation, get more out of an act, if it's not accordion music or live music, which is distracting. Oh, really? Yeah, it's true. And and these guys couldn't understand it because they're like, no, live music is always better. And I'm like, no, live That's music crap. is live music is often better, but uh, it's it's not always. And this was one it's of those things. It's another part of the act. 
Then. Yeah, it's it's another part of the show, and I just found that the um, the virtuoso um, uh, accordion player, as he was as, as he was uh, promoting himself as, uh, it, it just it was just annoying. You know, I'd rather actually just seen him do a fifteen minute musical set and then seen a juggler perform to uh, to a CD tra- soundtrack or something like that, and I'd have been happier with the show overall rather than having to split my attention between the two when one of them was absolutely fantastic and one of them for me was just a bit annoying. Anyway. So that was a it was a good show overall. I'm I'm pleased that I saw it. It's the first time I've seen Sakari perform or juggle. That's the first time I've met him in, in general. Uh, and then I saw uh, then we I went out with Tamo to get some food and I tried to find a new mini disc because I thought it could be the discs themselves that were broken, but it wasn't. So I bought a new one and it didn't work either. Um, then again, more hanging around in the foyer of the theatre uh, juggling and. I've been making an effort recently to uh, to try out with any new prop or any prop that I'm working on, 10 new tricks every day. And I got 10 new tricks. 10 with new tricks every day. 10 new tricks every day. And it You're doing that at the moment. I'm doing that at also the moment. at home. Yeah, at the oh, home cool. as well. I didn't last night because I was a bit tired and I was just doing stuff. But uh, like with the snooker cue that I got there. And, uh, you shouldn't start trying new tricks after 10 at night. No. You know, because I dropped too much, and uh, it's a bit loud. But no, ten new tricks with ping-pong balls, and two of them are so good that I think I'm just going to put them straight into my ping-pong act. Anyway, the next show was the highlight of the festival for me, or one of the highlights of the festival for me. They're called Les Petits Travers, and it's two French guys, who I'm not even going to try to uh, pronounce their name. You can look that up in the... Uh, flick, flick through, flick through. So, uh, no, not... Next one, next one, next one. Um, there they are. So those guys were really good, and they they actually performed at the EJC in 2004 at Carvan, and they performed at the uh, Israeli convention about one or two years ago, and they have a great, really, really good show, just the two of them, lots of balls on stage, but it's set up where there's loads of sawdust on the floor, lots of lights hanging down, and a single pipe that's just going drip, 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 drip. Can't we get them for the EJC? Well, they were at the EJC in 2004. So um, they've but already been at these. Yeah, I mean they're they're really really good, and the the, the quality of the the juggling and the music. They had a, a cello and an accordion, and this accordion music I really liked because it was used sparingly, not um, avant-garde accordion music, which was in the show before. Oh, and maybe we can ask over the podcast if someone knows a really good show, like a yeah. show like the, uh, Shake That or Circulation yeah. Local. That you would recommend for the EJC? Well, we could ask that, but you have just asked that I know. by interrupting me there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this show, Le Petit Travers, was was really good, and and I've said before that uh, um, f- in in the, taking the quote from uh, Arthur C. Clarke that he says that any technology sufficiently advanced is indistinguishable from magic, and I twisted that and say any juggling sufficiently advanced is indistinguishable from magic, and these guys, their choreography and their characters and the actual tricks that they were doing with the two of them with like like four or five uh, silicon balls between the two of them it was sufficiently advanced that i actually thought it was quite magical the kind of things they were doing of course on top of that they did use magic and sleight of hand and different tricks as well uh, but yeah it was just it was just uh, like an amazing show normally when these french like artistic kind of jugglers come out on stage uh, there's some parts of the show which i just don't really, just don't really get at all uh, but this there wasn't a single minute in the show that i wasn't enjoying myself that i didn't have a, a smile on my face and again i could say what happens towards the end of the show but uh, it would it would spoil it for you if you haven't seen it. But uh, let me say there's there is water involved there. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a really really good show. If anyone gets a chance to see Le Petit Travers, go for it. So there you go. And that was that was the last show on. Oh no, it wasn't the last show on Saturday. Then we went back to the main venue and uh, there was a works in progress show, which is like a. Uh, 
uh, like an open stage, although they didn't call it an open stage. It was very much a work in, in progress. I've just got some notes here. I did actually review all of this as I went through, but the quality is so bad. So all I can say is Maxim is a really, really funny guy. When he was doing his hosting, he had some great lines. Wes Peden was really, really good. Samuel Manisto, who um, did this really funny act, um, and the soundtrack was one person going, um... Um, and meditating. And there's this other voiceover going, you know what's really boring? This is really boring. And it, it just went on like that. And what he did, he had this loop of string and he did performance cat's cradle. You know, the thing where they put the... His loop of string? A loop of string, like a string in a, mm-hmm. in a circle. And you put it over your fingers and you make different shapes between your fingers. Cat's cradle. And he did performance cat's cradle to a soundtrack, which was going, you know what's really boring? Meditation is really boring. And it was a very, very funny act. Um, Marco Paoletti did really, really well. Uh, one to six balls in a metronome. A much smaller show than he did last weekend. But um, d- was he as good as he, he was, was last week? He, he, the thing is, this time he was trying to be funny. He is funny. And we said he's funny. He said nobody's going to laugh. But he actually did some jokes on stage as well. Like at one point he puts his little finger up. You know, the trick that he rolls yeah. the ball across his, his, the yeah. top of his fist and he puts his fingers up. He actually, he actually went like this and he blew into his thumb and went poof and his finger popped up and stuff and it was funny but I think is is the actual quality of the act it doesn't need that you know it's already engaging enough just the tricks he does he doesn't actually have to play with the audience quite as overtly as he did but of course he's experimenting and, and it's, it's a a works in progress show Frida you know Frida who yeah. did the, the she she juggles and she she can juggle bend forward over then juggle with her hands between her legs all without doing it and then roll forward and do a forward roll all while juggling she did something at the EJC this was a much longer version of that she did a lot more tricks and uh, yeah and one other thing that I really liked was I can't remember the guy's name but he had a piece of material stretched between his like his wrist and his little finger on one side and the other the same on the other side so between his two hands was like a web of material and he juggled three balls and then he could instead of throwing the ball from one hand to the other he could roll it along this web of material so a bit like the girl in the winter garden not like not like that at all it was it was a lot more interesting well not a lot more interesting but she (laughs) would just catch things there and bounce it but he had set it up so he could roll stuff and and catch stuff there really well Uh, I really like that act and then of course Wes Peden Oh no! I did my ping pong routine as well, um, which was good fun. And then where's people? People like it. Yeah, it went down well. Lots of people said they hadn't seen ping pong ball stuff before and the tennis okay. ball stuff. And uh, I did it with just one mistake in the ping pong ball, so that's getting quite um, quite solid now. And I put a few more tricks in there because it has to be a work in progress for this show. That's what Maxim was saying. Actually, he was saying, you know, like Victor Key called up and said, "Can I be in the show?" And he says, "Nope, it's just for works in progress." And and uh, other jugglers they're calling up like these top jugglers. Anthony Gatto called up and he just slammed the phone down. He says, "No, only works of progress for this show." And that's why he's getting people out. Wes did a routine. And that was part of his 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 hosting the show and being funny. Show. Okay. Yeah. And no, he really was funny. He's a really funny guy. Um, like one when Wes did his first routine, he came on stage and went, "Oh no, no, I've come on from the wrong side. I, I, I came." on from the left side of the stage I need to come from right and um and uh, Max, it was his work in progress yeah that was his work in progress and Maxim com- just shouts out are you com- coming from the west side like west side it's just a, a, a very a very kind of, anyway Wes did a routine two clubs and one ring and I would explain what he does but it's just just all of it was unbelievable it's probably one of the best juggling routines I've ever seen and I don't want this just to become into, become a Wes love fest but he's he's amazing he's an amazing juggler um so that was a Saturday Except late at night. So he did finish the show? He finished the show, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, it was a really good show. It, I mean, for an open stage kind of thing, there was just like, because it was just so much new stuff. I mean, there was loads more that I could talk about, but I uh, I can't, uh, I, I'm not going to go into everything. But uh, yeah, later on that night, lots of combat. 
and I was a bit crap. Actually, they started playing combat, and I got up and I won the first game I was in, and then from then on it sort of went downhill because I was so tired. My hand wasn't working properly. It was the first time I juggled clubs for about two weeks, uh, and also I got hit in the because, face twice. Just say because you fell through the ceiling. Oh, because I fell through Otherwise the ceiling. Otherwise, it's yeah. a bit. Oh yeah, I can't juggle after not juggling for two. No, weeks. no, no. It's because my hand sounds was, a bit silly. Um, it's it's getting there now, but I've still got uh, it's still a bit damaged, so I wasn't doing too well. And then because I, I didn't take any clubs with me, I borrowed Wes's clubs, and you know, he uses these air flights, these like solid single like like one piece plastic clubs oh really and, yeah and I hit myself and he hit the no, one Scott uses n- not quite as big as those mm. those the Dubai ones uh, the like the um, fat boys ones but they're they're um, quite solid let me put it that way and I managed to hit myself really hard in the face well actually I oh, threw you a club did up. hit yourself no Wes hit a one of, hit one of my clubs into my face and it's still tender I can still feel it there at the top of my nose and from then on I was just I was actually throwing my clubs up and then hitting my own clubs out of the air in front of me just because my brain wasn't working but it was a really really good session one of the best combat sessions I've seen but mainly because there was just so many good jugglers like Christian Van Rick Wes Peden and uh, lots of other people just really good um combat players there Sunday there was only one show and it was starred uh, Remy Emiliano and Morgan Costco Morgan just keeps gaining better and better his his, his juggling is, is improving but um, also his uh, you know stage character. his stage character that's what it's about now and Wes said afterwards that it's like the only um, act that he's seen which gets better the more the juggler drops and I understand it the first time we saw him at the EJC yeah. um, in 2006 in Ireland he did it actually quite clean he only had a few mistakes and what he the mistakes he did he just picked up and went on with it and then as we've seen it we've seen him perform it at so many festivals at home uh, over the past year and yeah just keeps getting better uh, Emiliano he was in the public show this year at the EJC dressed in a dress and uh, flopping around the stage S- totally unacceptable choice for an EJC public stage show but for this festival he fitted in fantastic and he was just amazing his manipulation that he does with the clubs continues even when he puts the clubs down and his dancing it's is it's like he's manipulating his body he like moves his arms around and even when he throws himself across the stage and flops around on the floor his uh uh, well, it's just his his movements. It's like he's juggling with his own body, and there's so much expression there. And one of the best pieces that I've seen him do, I've seen him do it before, but here at this festival, in the lighting that he had was amazing. He had this small chair, and he had the clubs on the floor around the chair, and he was rolling them round him. You know, because lots of people do rolling clubs on the floor, but this was amazing because also the lighting was a single round spotlight from directly above, directly onto the floor, and the clubs were just rolling perfectly around in this circle of light, and it was just amazing. And Remy um, did some, two pieces. Uh, the beginning piece was really, really good, and I can't really explain it, but it's a character piece with balls, and in the end, the balls are fighting, so like three balls are having a, a chasing each other and fighting, and it was amazing. His second piece uses foam balls and crystals, and to be honest, I fell asleep because it was, uh, like I said, I was very tired and I was actually again sitting next to Wes at this point and he dropped a crystal ball Remy dropped a crystal ball on stage and I woke up jumped kicked Wes and he woke up at the same time but I didn't know he'd fallen asleep as well so it was um, an interesting uh, an interesting experience that, maybe he just dropped it so that all the people wake up I don't know but it was cause imagine it was, you, you perform in front of sleeping people it was a, it was a warm dark theatre I'd stayed up until four o'clock no not only had I stayed up until four o'clock I'd I read a book in the gym fell asleep and woke up around about six o'clock in the morning and other people were still up and they'd put lots of stuff on me you know they'd put Again. like juggling clubs yeah it happens like at almost every festival <laughs> and uh, and I've got so many pictures of me with props on me but they even found like totem poles and put totem poles around me it was what? Like, like a totem pole like they have in um, North American villages like native north american villages you know the red indians they have the, the poles with it doesn't matter 
I'm not going to explain what a totem pole is. It was a, it doesn't matter really, but just, just, and they even put a, a sign on me saying, smile, you're caught on candid camera. So there could be photos of this event happening, uh, you know, somewhere. Might be. There might, I think there will be some photos. But so, yeah, that's, that is the reason that I fell asleep in Romy's act. Not because it wasn't a good act. Cause it was, okay, it was get on good. with it. So that was my festival, really. And I flew back uh, yesterday. It was really good. Uh, I'd just highlight the whole thing it was just amazing uh, otherwise Le, Pit, Le, Tit, Le Petit Travail show Morgan was fantastic and also the, the works in progress show and combat all of those things are good the low for me was the mini disc recorder not working and me missing all of these interviews uh, the goal for me to do a good workshop and enjoy the shows and to be inspired and tell you something I was very inspired especially by the uh, well the shows and the Le, Le Petit Travail's workshop that was on Sunday which I didn't talk about there my my crush of the convention, I think Maxim for just being really funny and being a good organiser and picking good shows to be there. It, everything was um, really cool. Uh, the Bane, guess what? There was a guy. I walked in there, put my mattress out, and somebody in the same room started going... <laughs> yes. Oh, no. There was a beatboxer guy there, and he didn't shut up. Of course, he it was only one guy, and he was away from that time, but I don't think I ever saw him without him doing stupid beatboxing, and I thought, tonight is going to get really tedious. But, you know, I avoided him enough. But, but he didn't snore like that. He didn't snore. I actually tried to work out which one he was to see if I could hear him snoring, but um, a room full of 50 jugglers caught. There's quite some snoring going on there. Uh, another bane was just my... Oh, yeah, by the way, how many people? Probably okay. about about 120 people. Okay. Um, and other people were like from Helsinki came along to some shows or just to some evening events okay. but I reckon about 120 people I'm not entirely <laughs> sure uh, and also just my bad sleeping and having a bad hand so I couldn't juggle clubs and a big surprise for me at the convention uh, of course lots of people talking about the podcast but specifically people talking about their top 10 favourite jugglers of 2007 which is uh, I'm going to actually launch this poll online and just want to talk about this for like one second at the end here Um Every year uh, for the past sort of five, six years now, uh, I've done a, um, a poll on rec.juggling where everyone lists their top 10 favourite jugglers over the year up, mm-hmm. and, up until that point or of the past year. It doesn't have to be favourite jugglers of all time, but generally just for this past year. And yeah, that's the idea. And I compile it together, count up all the votes and make and a top 40 list. And they asked about that again. There was quite a few people... Um, Especially some guys who hang out in Sweden, they were all, they don't really care about the, the final results of the top 40, but they thought it was an interesting exercise to sort of list their top 10 favourite jugglers. And that's why uh, you didn't hear it yet, Paula, but Wes was talking about how Victor Gierenberry was in the, uh, was in his top 10 for sure. And yeah, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to post that online. So uh, get on to rec.juggling, go to www.jugglingdb.com and find a thread on rec.juggling. I'm sure it'll be there for the next... Uh, th- I'm probably going to leave it open back about three or four weeks. And um, just just fill in your name and fill in your top ten favourite jugglers. It doesn't have to be who you think is the best juggler, not the best juggler in the world. That's not what we're going for. It's who's, who's just the person who's entertained you most. Inspired you. Inspired you, yeah. Who, who's been your crusher this year, or your top ten crushes of the year, I guess we could put it that way. And send them that way. If you don't want to go on Red.Juggling and, and make your answers public, you can just email them to me at luke at juggler.net. That's the other way you can do it. Just enter in that way. And keep sending in the emails in general because, um, again, we've done this show without listing or looking at any emails but we do enjoy we don't them. have internet at the we moment. don't have internet access big, at the moment big problem yes we will get it our lives is uh, is, is coming to a standstill because we just can't go online and look stuff up very easily i have easily. the feeling i can't even work on my art because i so often for everything need the internet yeah for a small phone call to find out some some contact details yeah. of the person it's just 
Yeah. I'm, I'm hanging out. And I'm you almost you almost missed a sale for your art school day before because <sighs> we would have hadn't looked at email, hadn't checked emails properly. Um, yeah, so, so keep sending in the emails and we will get to them in the future. And I've really enjoyed some of the emails that have been sent over. I had some in my head that I wanted to mention, but they've all just dropped out the side of my ear. I just don't know where um, those thoughts have gone. Um, otherwise, yeah, uh, that's probably about it for this festival. We've really enjoyed the past week. Um so send in your top ten jugglers, uh, or and, get and them also what I juggling. said before, if you if there's a show that you could recommend for the EJC, yeah, just just tell us, email us, and we'll yeah, we'll pass recommend it on onto on the organizers. Because Shake That were really good, and I'd love to see Shake <laughs> That again at the EJC, but uh, uh, yeah, but of course we can't have them back at the, the year after they've been the main featured performers at the previous EJC it's a bit strange that way but yeah if you if you know a good show 50 minutes long that can be done outside inside as a, as a as like a different featured I show would prefer at the EJC outside. maybe outside yeah well we'll see how it goes um that's it i hope you've enjoyed this podcast us talking about the festivals that we've been to i'm very very sorry that we didn't get more live reporting from the 531 festival i'm now going to have to um take apart the uh, mini I'm display. I'm so sorry that I didn't have a live report from the shower. <laughs> yeah. Video podcast. Actually, it's a good job we didn't have a video podcast last week, isn't it, when we're sitting here recording? Can you uh-huh. remember? Yes, what? I can. Okay. So, um, private joke for Polo and I there. That's it. That's been podcast and all the number 36. That, uh, who were in the shower with me. <laughs> Oh, they all know about it now? No. Oh, so uh, that's been podcast number 36. Just okay, I'm just trying to wrap up the end now. This is where you can... This is where... Oh, that's the where, where I... <clears throat> yeah, this is where I don't tell you to shut up, but I'm going to ask you very quietly now. Okay, here we go. So that's been podcast, juggling podcast number 36. Uh, see you again next week for juggling podcast number 37. Not sure what the topic is going to be yet, but uh, we'll see when we get there. My name's Luke sure. Burge. Goodbye. Goodbye. So that's the interview that you haven't heard, <coughs> but should be good. Yeah, I know. I want to. So go you did one. Yeah, but only Friday night. Did you listen to anything I just said? That the one I was that Wes. Yeah, I only no, recorded. No, you said it's not an interview. No, it's not. But it's about the evening, about okay, Friday evening. But then don't say I didn't listen. <laughs> when you say this is the interview that I recorded, and I say you didn't record okay, an yes, interview. Okay, yes. Okay. Because you specifically it's said it's not an interview. No, it's, it's just talking about stuff. Good. Okay, are you ready? Thank you, you bitch. Bitchy, bitchy, Aww. bitchy, bitch. So there Luke you go. Luke is an idiot. <laughs> See that again. So Luke is an idiot. <laughs> that was. F- he is. <laughs> <laughs> this is. This doesn't make any sense now. Good. Don't take it out. Of course, I'm going to take no, it out. You won't take it out. I will take it out. I'll talk as long as you. Okay, you're the one who didn't want this to take too long. I know. But actually, this time it's it's recording. Wow! So we don't have to do it twice. Wow! So we save time. <laughs> wow! Polar, can I go do this? Can we do the second half? Of yeah, the as long as you don't tell me to shut up. No, I'm not. I'm not telling you okay. to shut up. I'm asking you kindly. Good. Please, can yeah, we do the sure. second? Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm.